Blog Talk Radio. And... Chicago. Uh, we're on the verge of the NFL draft. The, the selection committee meeting is about to, to take place and uh, lots of speculation. Uh, I took a little vacation yesterday, hopped into an ambulance and drove down 55 at a nice little cruise. Uh, but, you know, back back in Chicago now, feeling good. That was you. Uh, just, nice nice yeah. work yesterday. Good job. Just lit a watermelon scented candle. So okay. excited, uh, excited, excited for the evening. I gotta be. I gotta say, I'm a little surprised that you're here now. Did you have to post any money to get back here after that? Uh, that jaunt yesterday. Oh no, no, no! That was a separate incident. Okay. All right. That was the '66. I was in the '76. Okay. All right. No, that was wild. You're, you're alluding to yesterday. There was an ambulance that was stolen and uh, stolen here in in Chicago, and found down near Joliet. You're like with this haircut and this this mustache. You're like a wild Earth meets uh, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, you you always got to go back to back to Kim Jong. Well, you look like a Korean dictator. The no, haircut no, is one hundred percent. When has he ever rocked a mustache like this? That's ridiculous. And where'd well, your that's mustache what I'm go? That's I'm the Wyatt Earp I'm a little offended that you've grown in the beard around it. That what's going on here? I don't know. I'm just depressed and haven't shaved. Okay. It's the new style, man. Well, bring back the mustache, please. I was told I was told the other day that I need to I need to bring the beard back, which I think is ridiculous. Really? What do you think? Who's giving you this advice? My five year old. My now five year old. 
Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Big happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. You know, your kid's gotten older. We've seen some wrestling. Uh, you know, we missed a show because you had to go play with your spoons. Yeah. Uh, and I, I... From what I understand, I Clark, twice please in one don't day. say it. This is the greatest band in the last at least three years. No, man. Now. It's... Uh, I, I'm in. I'm I'm all in. I think they're great. I think they're phenomenal. I get a little too excited when I see good music live, and I think they're I think they're right now. The greatest band in, the, in, in No, I'd say out of the last few years, like that song "Wild" is one of the best songs I've heard. It's really great. They're really great. Hey, thanks to Tony. Asking the little little happy birthday there. People want to know about the candle going on there. That's great. Yeah, I think it's a brand. It's a Glade. You know, the uh, spray, the smell spray? They make the candle. These are See, I get these sometimes at a discount. Nobody okay. buys the watermelon Glade candles. Okay. So you go, to, you go to the Mariano's and they got the discount rack. I always get discounted candles when I can because, as we've discussed, there's a premium on these scented candles. Do you go to the, do you go to the one down, uh, down over there on Elston? Is I that, do. Is that your Mariano's? Yeah. That is, yeah. Just down the street from you. I, I've been there myself a time or two. Now, um, did Hazel get some premium ice cream, or was it? did she get robbed, well, or is she moving she, into the older? As you may have heard, we've been under the weather for quite some time in this house, both kids, since last Wednesday. Today is the first day that there hasn't been a fever, and it's the first time that they're not getting fevers without medication. We finally went to the pediatrician yesterday morning. Took they, they you know they did a test and the results came back positive for influenza. Oh, negative. well, that's not for COVID, so that's good. Negative right? for COVID, uh, but there was COVID in the classroom. So yesterday and today, Hazel got to be back in class because she can't go back to class with the flu until she's been without a fever for 24 straight hours, which sure. I think is going to be tomorrow. Um, the the COVID positive, it's like a five day stoppage from when the the uh, you know, the, what do you call it? The, the symptoms started. So uh, tomorrow they can go back to school. So yesterday they did a practice run of virtual school. Today they did, a, they did the, their actual virtual school, pre-K, mind you. They do, they, they do an entire hour, which, I don't know, it, it was great. The last two days, like, we had a blast with it. I am positive, like, me telling this to parents who had their kids doing this, you know, the last two years or whatever, I'm sure they're sick of, they hate me saying this, but they might remember the first day or two where it was like, oh, thank goodness, like, we're doing this again. But Hazel's been out of school since last fucking Tuesday. She's just looking for some yeah. kind of interaction, you know, people that aren't her mom and dad. She's a social butterfly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it seems like we're out of, they, they nap pretty hard today. Seems like we're probably out of it, and we might be able to get back to school. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Glad yeah. to hear everyone's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, at uh, the birthday, uh, maybe postpone the birthday party, and now you got something going on uh, coming up this weekend. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the birthday party with the family was planned for Saturday anyway, but the neighborhood birthday party got pushed off, and I'm a little, I'm a little concerned that it's going to go on way, way too long. You know. But, well, you should know. probably just push it to August 12th. I, I mean, I think maybe you could, yeah. you know, let the kids <laughs> yeah. get together, this have a little shindig, this, this a pool party. Been known to do it that weekend, that's for sure. Um, you don't. You don't have. Was, you don't have a hat near for her you, birthday you? since she wasn't feeling well. And my oh, six forty-five. It is six forty-five. Uh, six forty-five. So that's the thing. We didn't do the ice cream, the premium ice cream. I was told by my mother-in-law, who's oh, a nurse. Oh, there we go. I was told by my mother-in-law, who's a nurse, that like try to lay off the milk and stuff with that cough, uh, the creamy stuff. So we didn't do dairy. So we went with sherbet, and she was able to add sprinkles to it on her birthday, and. uh, 
did a candle and everything for her. everybody. The, the families FaceTimed her. We did as much as we could, but the poor girl was sick, sick on her fifth birthday. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. You don't have a hat laying around, do you? Hmm? You don't you don't have a hat laying around, do you? I feel like I'm meeting I feel like I may have a meeting on the the parallel. You know, the north and south parallel over here. Yeah, I'll be back. Hang on. It's very distracting with that that hair. My God, man. Um I don't know if you go to a you go to a specialist and you sit in the chair and you go you look at the couple of the pictures on the wall and you go, Well, there's the you know, there's like a Brad Pitt, there's like a like a Ken doll, there's like a I don't know, some curly haired people and then oh there's the Korean dictator. I'll take I'll take the number four. That seems to be the uh the uh plan there. Well the draft is coming up and uh, the Bears are in a position uh, in the second round, early second round to get a new player. And there's a lot of things going on that uh, uh will impact this. Everybody seems to think we need a wide receiver, which isn't wrong. It's absolutely true. We need a wide receiver. Uh, Pickens seems to be the guy who may be falling to us because of uh, some rumors that he's not the most uh, pleasant person. Uh, But then again, this could all be a smoke screen. And, uh, you know, it could just be trying to get a guy's value to go down so it falls to a certain team. So, I don't know. I'll take my chance on a head case, especially at wide receiver. Wide receiver is one of the positions. Like, you don't want a head case at quarterback. That's That's just a bad idea. You know, if you if you get a crazy person, a quarterback, or you get you get somebody who's so full of themselves it becomes dangerous. But at at the wide receiver position, that's okay. It's it's a it's a, a solo man's position. So, um, you know, I, I'm ready for it. Hey, buddy, I'm much back. better. Clark. Thank you. Yeah, who uh, who 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 did you draft to the Bears in the second round? Well, Pickens seems to be the the popular choice, and that's the guy I was excited about. You know, when I first did my research, and uh, I haven't done much research since, I just kind of looked at the wide receivers a couple of weeks ago, and I go, yeah, this Pickens guy, you know, after you eliminate the guys we have no chance at, uh, I go, well, this Pickens guy seems to be pretty good. And then, uh, you know, and then now now they're saying he, there might be some issues. He might have okay. some attitude problems. He might be a bit of a, a, a quote-unquote head case. But we also know that in the history that oftentimes that misinformation gets released you know, this uh, speculative, speculative, speculatory, uh, um, you know, slander comes out. If and Bears, uh, at the if, end of the day, you know, Randy Moss was crazy. Right. If, the, know, Bears want him, was crazy. if the Bears want him to drop to him, they might want to release some information about him, possibly being a little crazy so they can get him. Wes Welker was crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah, I so. do. Um, I have to ask you about the Chicago Bears need that receiver. Did they, did they improve because of the, the recent news? Like, here's from Yahoo Sports. Bears wide receiver Byron Pringle arrested after allegedly doing donuts with child in car. How dare he? Can I tell you something, Mel? If I was seven years old and with my dad in a car and he's doing donuts in a parking lot, I would think that's pretty badass. Right, but you're also Clark Lawrence, and no one gives a shit about. You know, you're not you're not somebody with a, uh, a, a magnifying glass on. Yeah, but and uh, you know, you, you you just got you got to think more before you do stupid things. And I agree with you; the offense isn't really that big of a deal. I mean, it's you know, a guy did donuts in his car. I'm sure the car was safe. Uh, you know, a little dangerous, but who cares? You know, you know, I used to ride around. My mother told me not to wear the seatbelt. Yeah, you know, and the yeah. seatbelt. You know, don't put the seatbelt on. So. Uh, 
I used to Things see- happen. I'm just worried that his play is going to be that of the the bottom of the Pringles can when you get to the shitty Pringles. Because, you know, Pringles aren't even chips. What's that? What do you mean they're not Pringles chips? Pringles are... What are they? They're, they're not chips. They're potato uh, they're, they're flats or something. Yeah, they're, they're not they're... potato chips. FS Mikey says that the suspended license is a bigger offense, but that's not going to keep you from keeping him around. No, I mean nothing. No one is saying you get rid of this guy. Or it's just, it's just a question of character that you know yeah. people are going to look at. You know, it's and it's not a big deal. And if this guy plays well, it's all going to be forgotten. And again, who cares if it's not forgotten? It's not you know, it's not a, um, a hangable offense, uh, for a lack of a better term. Um, you know, what do you what do you give baseball signals over yeah, there? This fucking hat, man. I haven't worn it in probably decades. It's here in the, oh, yeah, in the yeah. basement studio. I don't know fucking what to do with it. You start working at that other place, now your head's getting bigger. I see how it is. No. No. I think my head's shrinking. No, I don't know. Somebody says that the Pringle is different than a chip. Isn't, is not that what it you is. just said? Yeah, that's what we were just saying. And now uh, uh, Mikey has uh, redefined it. Pringles are reconstituted potato flakes, which I believe is correct. You know, they when the Pringle first came out, Clark, they could not put on the packaging potato chip because it was false advertising. I believe that has since changed. But the potato industry, the potato chip industry, your Lays of the world, uh, you know, they, they went up against the Pringle. And then they said, you can't do this. You're not a potato chip. This is bullshit. May I just say that? This is bullshit. What? What it's bullshit? a chip. It's a chip. But it's not. It's not by by the definition of what a potato chip it is. It's not. It's not a shading of a chip. It's like a mushing of a chip that they they you know formulate into a perfect chip. In 1956, Procter and Gamble assigned the tasks to chemist Frederick J. Bauer, who passed away in 2008, yeah, right, to develop a new kind of potato chip to address mm-hmm. consumer complaints about broken, greasy, and stale chips. As right. well as air in the bags. Bauer spent two years developing saddle-shaped chips from fried dough and selected a tubular can as the chip's container. The saddled shape of Pringles chips is mathematically known as a hyperbolic paraboloid. Par- paraboloid. Yeah, yeah, hyperbolic paraboloid, absolutely. Yep. However, mm-hmm. Bauer could not figure out how to make the chips palatable and was pulled off the task to work on another brand. There's yeah, the beginning. I think you, he went, can do, you can do the rest of the research I, yourself. I think he went on to NASA and built the, the rocket ship, believe it or not. I'll be. Or he became minister of defense or something. Somebody in the cracker industry, actually, that's a true story of. Uh, but, yes, the potato chip is definitely not a um, potato chip. Some of Bauer's sorry, ashes were buried in a Pringles can at his request. Bauer's children said they honored his request to bury him in one of the cans by placing part of his cremated remains in an original flavor Pringles container in his grave in the suburban Springfield Township. And uh, I believe that is Springfield, Ohio. Ohio. Yep. Well, there you have it. I mean, well, is there anything else to be said tonight? That great. We, we solved it. Now, good night, everybody. Yep. Thanks. Uh, where were we? Do you like Do you like the Pringle? Do you like the the uh, artificial chip? Yeah, it's the fake boobs of chips, really. Sure, I mean, you know, I mean it's it's they're perfect. They're yeah. perfectly formed. There's a perfect crispness. There's a perfect firmness. The packaging is designed to you know really uh, protect uh, said chip. 
So yep. it it is it is the fake breasts of uh, of the chip industry. A Pringle like a Pringle can in this house. I think it might last two nights. It's that's there's certain things in this house uh, like cookies. My wife always gets really pissed because we can't keep a thing of double stuffed Oreos in the house because within four days I've got them taken care of. Like they're gone. If they're in the house, they're gone. I can stay away from them. I can not eat them, but they they're in the house. They're gone. Same as Pringles. What is what is your uh, what is your cookie of choice? Oh, like, are you talking like uh, the branded cookies of choice? I'm talking if you could have a cookie right now. If the cookie monster was here and he was passing out cookies, um, what's else? First of all, people want a they want a chip draft. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'll do a chip draft. I'd need a. I mean, we could throw this together real quick, but I need a list here. Well, it's fun. It's more fun if it's on the fly. We don't want you to do fucking research on your chips. My cookie, you know those, uh, back in high school we had them, and I've seen them around still. Uh, in the vending machine, there's a package of them, like Grandma's Cookies. They're softer than yeah. shit. Those are a great yeah. go-to. All right. Well, we agree on the softness. I'm a, I'm a soft cookie, man. I am an advocate of the soft cookie. My go-to is oatmeal raisin. All right. Can somebody in the chat maybe keep track of our of our draft? Is that asking too much of the people? We're going to have a draft. Do you want Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? Well, I mean, you know, I don't I don't want to mess with a Korean dictator. So, uh, you know, whatever you want. All right. I'll, you know what? I'll go second, but then I get two in a row. But then I get with only two of us. There's really like, then I get two in a row. Then you get two in a row. Then I get two in a row, and then you get to end with one pick. If I start yeah. with one, so. Why don't we just go back and forth? Well, so you're going to take this advantage of going first, then? Oh no, I'm going second. Fine, I'll go first. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to hear you talking about it the whole damn time. Uh, would I bitch about chip draft? Do you think I would? You know, I'm putting an asterisk by it, though, that you you're in a, a trouble. All right, <laughs> I'm going to make a little word format here. Okay, uh, my first pick is going to be. Three rounds. I want to go four rounds. Four rounds. Oh, no, no. Ten rounds here. Ten rounds. We want. We need to get into the thick of the chip, man. There's so many chips. Ten rounds? So we each pick ten? How about we go yeah, for yeah, yeah, seven yeah. rounds? Set, fine. All right. I'm seven compromise, Clark. Seven rounds. But I'm that kind of guy. I'm going to compromise. Yeah, I, good. Okay. I, I feel like, like I was compromising by going seven. Fuck. What, do you want a Whitman sampler? Jeez. I mean, come on here. Okay. Uh, sir, you get your pick. The first pick of the chip draft the selection is going to be uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, man. That's a solid pick. That is a solid pick. My first pick is going to be... Whew! Fritos Scoops. That's good. Yeah, that's... Uh... You know, if you're a salsa guy, that's that's good. I will go with the classic uh, ruffles because they have ridges, and I like a little uh, sour cream. I, my friend, am going to go with ruffles, cheddar, and sour cream. Great, great, great. Uh, I am going to steal one here, probably the best pick of the draft. I'm going to go Jay's Barbecue. Oh, that's that's a good one. 
Um, I'm going to go with kettle cooked salt and vinegar. Now, are we talking chips? Yeah, we're not talking chips that go with like a a sour cream dip or anything. We're doing chips. It sounds like right. Both. Well, the chips themselves, but you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna use sour cream or something, you, you know, you, you could. You can get a basic one, and hey, you know you can do whatever you want with them. These fucks out here are asking me, "Isn't that corn?" When I mentioned when I when I brought up the uh, my, my first pick of the uh, of the corn of the uh, my first pick. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to be, but but yeah, I mean it kind of. No, is because weird. you didn't think you know? of it. Don't my Fritos? Are you giving me shit about the Fritos? All right. I am taking nacho cheese Doritos. Wait, hang on, hang on, Wilson. You called. You can call back if you want to jump in this. We we could have had somebody else in here. I'm sorry, I missed you. Damn it. Anyway, uh, where where are we? Is it your turn or is it my turn? It was my turn. I just took the original Doritos. Doritos is on this list of chips. Wait, what is an original Dorito? The nacho cheese, God man. damn it. You can get that off-brand, you know, uh, Dorito. So, like, you know, uh, I mean, so you've kind of uh, screwed this thing up with, the, with your one pick. What? So, like, uh, you know, like our Funyuns now considered chips? What, what? Hang on a minute. Why are Fritos not a chip? Because it has to be from potato. Well, I mean, in the spirit of things, it, it, it's it's not really you know like what you would think of as a defined classic chip. I mean, if we're just going snacking foods, it's fine. I mean, Fritos are fine. You can stick with your Frito. Oh man, my my mistake. I I apologize that I may have screwed this up. All right, how about this then? My next chip. Is it my turn? What round are we in? Yeah. Well, I have four in. Okay. My next pick is Pringles sour cream and onion. All right. Well, I am going to go kettle brand uh, sea salt vinegar. I like the crunch. That's a pretty good one. Wait, hang on. I went with sea salt and vinegar. That's what I did. I did the kettle. I did the kettle with the yeah. You went kettle brand too. Really? I okay. did. Well, did you? Were you not? All right, all right, all right. Take it easy. I didn't write yeah, it. Down. All right, we gotta. I'll go sea salt and pepper. Sea salt and pepper. That'll work. Man, I I once made the mistake, and my father-in-law likes the sea salt kettle baked chips, and I accidentally got the sea salt and vinegar. And let me tell you, it was a rough night. Rough night. Thank you for backing me up on that. Just to dad, guys, and, and everybody else who backed me up there. I did pick that. Um, well, they're afraid of you, Clark. You might uh, sentence them to death with that, that haircut. Oh, Jesus. No, I just, I'll just tell everybody that everything's fine here, and I won't feed you. I don't know. What am I talking about? Um, I am going to go with – man, I'm, I'm, I have a flavor. I really do. How about kettle barbecue? Yeah, that's good. Copper kettle barbecue. I'm a big kettle guy. I'm going to go a Lay's sea salt and vinegar. Ooh. Ooh. All right. And then for my, is this, where are we? Are you on six? We have two more. I have two more. I'm going to go with. I have six then. Copper kettle, potato chips. Vintage cheddar and red onion. Gross. 
What do you mean gross? You've never had red onion bad. chip? It's a bad. It's a bad. Uh, it's a bad chip. Let's see here. I'm gonna go. I'm not into the uh, manager. Sorry, just not. This is a. Uh, this is a late pick here. This is my final pick. I got a little thought in this. You know, I don't have any sour cream onion. I'm gonna go with the Pringles sour cream onion. I already did the sour cream and onion Pringles. Oh, for God's sakes! How the fucking I dare did. you? I did. Yep. Jesus. No, and How I can't do jalapeno, guys. I, I don't like the spicy chips. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to offend those fans of the spicy chips. I just. Yeah, I definitely need need a flaming hot here. Uh, who who does a good flaming hot chip? You know, because I mean, traditionally when I go flaming hot, I go flaming hot uh, uh, Cheetos. But that would that wouldn't constitute a chip, I, uh, I don't believe, given our standards here. Yeah. So, I mean, I, although I mean I, you already broke like you already broke, broke the standard with your first pick. It so is, I'm going flaming hot. Straight it's up. our show. I I I you agree. Know. You can do that. Is this final pick? <laughs> yeah. All right. Here I'm we taking. Go. Wait, wait, wait. I'm taking fi- flaming hot Cheeto, and I'm going to give it to the guys in the lab, and I'm going to see if we can convert it into a chip. <laughs> The next draft does need a caller. We need to, like, take multiple callers on the next one and let them get an official, like, the callers will have a list. That'll work. That'll work. These drafts Matt Wilson, are like, head of the uh, uh, rules committee over he there. He's running the show. All right. For my final <laughs> one, and this is, this is my pick. I, some may be upset about it. The opponent may be upset about it. But I do. I would have to say that only this chip – Sometimes the original is great, oh, but sometimes right they improve on it. I am yeah. going to go with the Doritos 3D Nacho Cheese as my mm. final pick. Sometimes the original is great, but other times they it's like It's like when there's a powerhouse school, and I drafted the star wide receivers from it, and you're getting the third guy from the slot. You know, I mean, I get it. You want, you want somebody to represent the Dorito brand. In your draft, but uh, it's like I, I just got booed from Sesame out there. Oh man, um, it's kind of like I guess Al when the Bears drafted running back Adrian Peterson. Yeah. So if you came to my if you came over to my house on a Sunday for a Super Bowl for for a football party, we you Funyuns we kind of like I I got. Let me tell you a story about how we used to steal the Funyuns as a kid. Not really steal them, but we, we, we get Funyuns. But um, if you came over to my house, there would be a bowl of Cool Ranch Doritos, original Doritos, Ruffles with the ridges, with a nice dip there, some Jay's barbecue chips, some Keto brand sea salt pepper, Lay's uh, sea salt vinegar, and a Flaming Hot Cheeto. There are some real shit named that i have never tried named uh chips out there doritos lightly salted like lightly salt like what is that why would it's you want people, a Dorito people that's lightly cutting salted? out on sodium what is the worst chip that you've ever had no it's probably like a, you know like the ketchup do you remember like, Eric sometimes i go into the asian stores and okay. they got like the fish chips but they're not that bad like a like a lobster brisk chip eric from comedy accident was always big on finding that that random bag yeah. of the new flavor over there. And we, we would try some, like a pizza-flavored chip or, you know, I don't know, all, all these different wild ones there. Yeah. 
He Lay's, was totally. He was the chip guy. For Lay's sure. chicken and waffle chips. That's what I'm okay with pickle oh, chips. Hang on, pickle we're gonna we're okay. gonna go we're gonna go to the we're gonna go over to the uh, Joseph's finest meat hotline. You want to do that? Sure. All right. Uh, let's go to the Joseph's finest meat hotline from the nine seven three. What's your favorite chip? We are doing a chip draft, and I need your favorite chip. Now, it's one that hasn't come up yet, right, fellas? Or is this, or is this anything? Wait, what? You're making, I mean, these are new flavors, or they're just making, trying to make up new flavors? You're, you're all no, time, no, no. no, you're all time. We're favorite. drafting, uh, we're drafting chips. Oh. So what's your favorite chip, Lou? Well, I'm old school, so I gotta go with uh, sour cream and onion. There it is. From who? Good. Who makes your sour cream and onion? Lay's. Lay's. He's, all right. Wasn't uh, that your? Wasn't that your one of your number one ale? Uh no. I'm not a big sour cream. I didn't go sour cream and onion till okay. I never did. Never got any sour cream and onion. But I, I got the ruffles, which I plan to have some fresh homemade sour ah. cream and onion to dip in. Okay, that'll do. Lay's pickle. Have you ever had Lay's no. pickle? The sacrament is very tasty. I disagree with the the quad the quad cloud. Didn't it used to be triple cloud? Now it's a quad cloud. I don't know. I think they have. How about Lay's wavy hickory barbecue? Ooh, I would try it. I really wouldn't love it. You know what's gross? It's like Chicago hot dog flavored chips. Oh, that's ridiculous. Ah. Have you had that? Oh, Lou, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Lou, Lou, maybe we'll come back to you. We got somebody from the 630 with their chip. We got it. We're, we're doing all the callers' chips right now, Lou. I love you and always appreciate you calling, but let's go to the 630. What's your favorite chip and where are you calling from? Best chip. Well, I'm calling from Villa Park. This is Mr. Cloudy. The best chip by far is a cheddar sour cream ruffle. I uh, came out when I was a kid, and I always think of going to the public pool and going to the vending machine and get myself some of those motherfuckers. That, yeah, those are all right. I, I think there's a little too much flavors uh, in there. You know, the cheddar mixed with the sour cream. It's just one toke over the line. Cloudy, we're going to Well, how about this? You got, you got time for a second one, and this is going to be a pretty local in. thing? Throw it in. How about Fisher? How about Fisher's Chips? I can do it. Are those are those the ones you get at like a uh, Potbelly or? Um... They're like I see them a lot at liquor stores and uh, like gas stations, but it's it's one out of every ten places will have them. But they're great. Uh, I can't really describe them. They're like uh, they're they're more of like a kettle chip than a potato chip, but they're certainly potato yeah. chips. And uh, I don't know. They rule. They're my. They, you know I, what? I, I Fuck cheddar sour cream. They're my favorite. With some, uh, Tahitian Village Punch, you know, in the uh, the in the three liter, uh, back in the good old mm. days. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. I that'll do. I do that. Cloudy, thank you so much for for joining in with that. I know two weeks ago we were talking about heading out to the Odium for the final wrestling show out there. We'll get to that later in the show to talk about our experience there for the final. Hey, oh, go ahead. Is this, is this cloudy? Uh, speaking. Is this cloudy. Yeah. yeah, did you did you used to have three clouds and now it's four clouds? No, it's always been four. Okay, all right. Just wanted to check. I thought maybe you were adding clouds. <laughs> no, yeah. thanks. Oh shit! I, hang on, hang on. Let me go, let me go back. We're, no one knows where the future's taking us. It could be five before we know it. Okay. All right. As long, long as we don't go down to three clouds. Am I frozen? <laughs> all right, boy. There we go. Thanks, brother. Thank you for jumping we wish in you on were, the man. phone call. Thank you, man. 
Um, Lou still Mark, I noticed there. you were using the. Oh yeah. I noticed you were using the. Uh, what do you think? Pretty, pretty. You feel the wrinkles coming out? What was this thing called? Oh, I don't remember. The uh, the face. Yeah, no, it's great for the face. The molecules. Uh, it's like a stone facial uh, massager. It was here the next day. Remember, I ordered it on the show without asking for clearance. Yeah. The next day, uh, Lauren, it it came and it was there. And then it was actually the next day, Lauren goes, hey, did I just find my Mother's Day gift? (laughs) And I had to explain, no, uh, that one's just for me. Yeah, it works good on the temples. It really relaxes the temples. Sorry, You know, when you're watching TV. Yeah, it's perfect. It's beautiful. It's it's a for people who are listening on Blog Talk and not the video stream. It's a uh, it's like a lint roller, only it's got a, a green emerald stone in it, you and you rub it eyes? on your face, and it 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 you know moves the blood around and uh, exfoliates. From what I understand, the instruction said to start down on the collarbone, and then oh, you slowly, must have, slowly work your way up. You must have bought an expensive one. I don't think mine came with the instruction. Got two, it's got two sides. A minus two sides too. I don't even remember why I bought it. I must have been really high. Hey Sorn, welcome back. Yeah, that's. I mean, how many how many things just arrive at the house and you just weren't you weren't sure about it? Oh, all the time. Oh, that's great. Same here. I I think I don't think anybody's sending us things anymore. We're not getting brushed any longer. Oh, do you still want that cart? That cart nah, that came this way? Nah, nah. No, I got a cart. If anybody needs a cart, we got brushed with a cart. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the cart. Okay. Oh man, thanks for uh, going into the chip draft. That was the the folks well, the folks in the chat room uh, were big on that. So thank you. All what so were much. your final? What was your final picks? I, you know what? I thought somebody was going to keep track for me. You didn't write down. I wrote down mine. Like, well, wait, why didn't you write down mine? Just move. You wiggle your fingers a little bit, you get things written. All right, well, who my knows? The world may never the, know. Mine was the 3D. Was the, there uh, was no doubt. Yeah, but I mean, I wanted to compare all your picks versus all my picks because I clearly have the better spread of chips. Yeah, Cloudy Cloud was on it. See, I saw you on it, Cloud, and I saw you on it, and I was like, Cloudy's going to keep track of this. Hey, before we move on to the next topic, we still got Lou hanging out. I think he might have wanted to call I, to talk about talk little, yeah yeah maybe maybe a, a quarter or two there's there's an NFL draft over here we're going to Jersey Lou Lou thank you for hanging with us sorry we had to get back to the all important chip stuff but uh, what's on your mind man yeah well let's see we got two days left before the draft and hopefully the Jets can get some uh, you know good players for their special teams because right now we are we are seriously lacking that our defense is crap and we need a good we need a good we need a good safeties. Okay. And uh, now we are – otherwise we are going to be in deep shit. So Whoa. pretty much need to draft everybody? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, well, I'm more concerned about what the judge can do because, you know, every time we seem to get somebody who's like a, a high draft pick or whatnot, on paper, yeah, it looks good. But when it comes down to the field, it's anything but. So we got to stay away. We got to, you know, try and stay with that. And focus on what we really need, not just a high draft pick that you know came up from a good school and and gets like the number one draft pick because that always turns out to be a bust. Look what's happened in our previous draft years. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you, how many first round picks you got? We have we are we are the fourth we have the fourth one in the first round. We have the fourth pick. 
What's your confidence level there? Right now on a scale of one to ten, I'd say about a four. Oof. Oof. I'm feeling that's, that's a little more low. optimistic about, you know, I mean, we know there's no Bears first-round pick, but I'm feeling like a six to seven on how they're going to do in the draft. Overall. Well, right now, uh, the projection for the Jets is an offensive tackle. Are you okay with that, Lou? Some okay icky that. Yeah, yeah, the Bears need, do need everything. The Bears Repeat need... that. Broke up a bit. No, oh, I'm just saying that the Chicago Bears need a lot here oh. as well. Everybody yeah, they needs, do too. Needs a my brother. My brother needs done that too. He's a Bears fan. I mean, who's even getting the ball? Yeah. Lou. Yeah. Sorry, you're, you're breaking up a bit. Oh. You broke. You, bro- you broke. You broke Lou's spirits by mentioning the Jets receivers. Al wants to know who hmm. you're picking. Uh, who are, Who are the receivers that the Jets have? Yeah, they don't have right. You know, our our receivers are crap right now. So I'm just looking to see who we're going to get yeah. for our draft on Thursday. All right. Well, good luck with that. Oh, you, you guys, you guys yeah. need everything. Maybe if they gave you all we 30 picks, you guys could like uh, fix that team up a little bit. It's fun to be able to pick yeah. on a team that's uh, not the Bears because you know, I mean, we we have so many issues ourselves that when you when you find a uh. lesser team to bully, it's good to be able to do so. Yeah. Mims, you got any confidence in Mims? Mims, yeah, I have a little bit of confidence in that, but only a little. <laughs> but I'm yep. gonna talk about this on my show on Saturday, of course. Yep, uh, 4 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Eastern. Right. You're gonna you you gotta you gotta be recapping the draft. I mean, there's what's the plan? Yeah. Well, we can't do we cannot devote the whole show to the draft, of course not. But we'll do, of course, all the first round and the early second round from our perspective picks from um, the people I call their their areas because you know we also got to talk about you know the NHL hockey playoffs because the um, selections will be made on uh, by Friday depending on who's going to play who in the first round. Uh, we're also going to talk, of course, uh, NBA and a little bit of the uh, USFL as well. <laughs> Am I off the show now? Because I feel like Clark is gone, and Lou is gone. Oh, there he is. I'm, I'm still here. Hello. Oh, well, what happened? That's yeah. weird. We lost it. So uh, we'll have a lot to talk about as usual. So if you got time between four and six, your time, uh, just call the show five one two five four three four six six two. And remember, the show is live, but we can't do any. We can't do uh, drop any f bombs. You know, nope. that we got oh. it's a family show. Same here. It's a family uh, show. Lou, thank you so much for the call. Joining us on the Joseph's Hot, uh, the jo- Joseph's Finest Meat Hotline. Thanks for jumping in on the chip draft too. I really appreciate that. We put him on the spot with that. Lou's probably not calling for for that uh, for that reason, right? No, no, no. He's 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 here for the plugs and let let everyone know what's going on with his big program. And uh, you know, I, I've listened. I enjoy the Lou show. It's it's one of my favorites on the Blog Talk platform. It's it's him and the Wade Keller guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cloudy Cloud over there is. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, we can't see you, what but we the can hell hear you. What's happened here? I lost my. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Cloudy Cloud's uh, back at backing up over there. With Elijah Moore, might be good. 
Yeah, Elijah Moore, Mims. I mean, uh, the, the Jets are just a disaster. You know, I, I don't know what the uh, the over under is on their win totals, but uh, I'd be curious uh, if it's under, say, five. I think uh, I think I might be uh, looking to take that bet, but right. I haven't taken any bets on this year's draft. I kind of lost. I either lost my ass or just broke even last year. I'm betting on uh, potentials, and uh, so this year I just kind of avoided it. Like I wanted to walk into a, a DraftKings mm-hmm. with a certain amount of money going into the fantasy season, mm-hmm. and my my account is like a hundred dollars below that. So I mean, I will put that extra hundred in there. But I don't. I don't want to go too far below that, so I'm not really taking any bets right now on uh, uh, on the draft. Which, I mean, makes the, the draft less interesting for me. Uh, I've sure. done like uh, very little. I'm not really that interested in this year's draft. I think part of it is the Bears don't have a first round, even though there's there's plenty of potential out there mm-hmm. um, for this team. But yep. Yeah. So. Okay. Good. What What are you doing over there? That your can you turned your camera off. Well, you turn your camera off, so I was. Well, I, I turned mine off. off because your camera's off. I just I thought that it'd be cool. I, that I think the nice. cameras are stupid to begin with. Like, well, no one really needs to see us. It, it, it makes it takes away the uh, theater of the mind. You know, Mikey, people, people see. Yeah, I get you. I'm with you. Yeah, Mikey says that uh, he stepped away. He likes veggie straws and chips. Um, he brings up a good point there. I, I know Mikey's been a parent. Like, since I've become a parent, I eat veggie straws. Should have put it in the chip, and, and I might have gotten flack from you guys. I'm going to need a ruling on this. We, you and I, we, we both, with the chips, you know, went a little out there. You know, I, I did the Fritos. I wasn't supposed to do it. You did Doritos. Um, I'm going to go with goldfish. Goldfish are a solid go-to. Oh, no, 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 no. Goldfish are clearly crackers. You want to do a what cracker is- draft, that's oh. fine. But they're oh. 100% a cracker and not a chip. I'm well, sorry, buddy. And I've got to tell you, over the Jewel, over there, your, your Jewel, Irving Park, and uh, Cesaro over there, Cesaro, uh, that one over there, they are in the cracker aisle. They are right, ab- because they're not in the chip aisle. They are absolutely in the cracker aisle. All right. Well, then, the next show, ne- tune in next week, we'll have a cracker draft. Oh, you will not. Hello. Uh-oh. Hey Clark, it's Vlad from the Ukraine. Oh, hey Vlad, you've been joining us for a while. I I hope things are well. Uh, well, we are doing as another well, Clark as, uh, as well as possible for you. We're doing another Clark Lawrence in the candlelight visual tonight uh, to <laughs> to uh, support and uh, uh, help uh, your your border. You have a sick child, I understand, and you have uh, they they put the crackers in the cracker aisle, which seems appropriate <laughs> to me, but uh, you seem to have issue with so. No, uh, we pray for you. We we love you. Our support is with you, Clark, and all your issues, your school kids going to class, your invisible chair. Well, uh, Vlad, I just want to call and say hi. You have a good day, Clark. Vlad, I'd like to say thank you. I appreciate it. You you have a good day as well. Oh, man. I hope I hope things are as good as possible, as good as they can be over there. I'm thinking about you. Wow. Well, probably not. Vlad just calls in. It's it's amazing that I don't get to see him and you do. I didn't see Vlad. No. Yeah. Uh, we got a question over there. We brought up the jewel. Yeah. Cloudy wants to know, how do we all feel about jewel fried chicken? Uh, pre-made, pre-made grocery store food draft. 
Yeah. Now are you're talking about the uh like the broaster chicken, the, the stuff that they have heated up, it's in the, the container. Didn't they start for a while putting them in a bag instead? Like I call yeah, bullshit I mean, on they, it. They actually I believe they started in the bag, Clark. If you want to go back to the single mother days uh of growing up in the Chicago burbs, uh, I remember mom going to get a bag of bag of chicken. Oh uh, no, the oh the history. fried chicken. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, the rotisserie chicken, that's my that's my jam. When I was a fat man, and I'm still a very fat man, uh, I used to love just going to, you know, uh, Jewel and getting a whole rotisserie chicken and just opening the, the container. And sometimes the container had breathing holes, so you had to be careful. And just squirting a ton of ketchup there and just ripping chicken, dipping in ketchup and eating the chicken and watching TV. You know, now, now I go for a salad. Okay. Well, so the, the rotisserie chicken, Lauren has uh, – has always been against it. Like I brought one home years ago and she's like, not a fan. And I'm like, well, that's terrible because it's like ready to go. You know, you can take it off. Hell you, the next day you can throw it into a salad, whatever you like. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I'm, I've always been a fan. I finally, you know where it's great. And it's at a great price. Now that, now that they got the family and stuff in the Costco shopping, I've got to, I've got to tell you Costco, I think it's about $5 still. And it is a salad salad rotisserie chicken we're talking about- i'm still oh. ruining the day we run into each other at the jewel oh that's my goal in life is to run into you at jewel one time but aren't we shopping at the oh that jewel's not 24 7 is it no i'll get there i'll get there oddly at like a seven or eight o'clock sometimes or you know probably not like i think you probably shop during the day um but I do most of my grocery shop about eight eight o'clock, seven okay. eight o'clock. Okay. So it'd be like you running in to get you know some cheese whiz because you guys ordered uh, you know Philadelphia cheesesteaks or something and, and you, they didn't bring the cheese whiz so you're running down the street to get the whiz. All right, we're talking we're talking food right now. So tomorrow I'm driving to Clinton, Wisconsin. I did not have sexual relations to, with that woman. Tomorrow I'm driving to Country Fried Meats. And I am going to pick up my quarter of a cow. I really have uh, no idea what I'm doing with this. I have made some room in the freezer. Like we, 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 you know, we ate up some, some frozen pizzas. We ate up some other things. I think there's enough room for the quarter cow. But I really don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it all. Would you like a little, like maybe a steak? Something like that? Sure. I'll bring you over a steak. Yeah, maybe, maybe something like that. Yeah. You're on. I'm always out for steak. I'll, Absolutely. I'm I'm gonna share it. That that's the idea. <laughs> I think I'm gonna share my quarter of a cow. They asked if I wanted any organs, and I said no, because mm, mainly because I knew that my sister, who's getting half of this same cow, already has like the tongue. Like so, I can't I can't go for that because there's only one tongue, right? So so I ended up just how many pounds is it? I forget how many pounds, but. My sister had told me that I might want to bring two large coolers and maybe a third. I called him up today and I said, hey, do you sell ice? And she's like, no, you don't have to worry about it. It's going to be cool enough outside. And how far are you going? I was like, "Eh, about an hour, hour and a half, about an hour and a half with no traffic. Right. Yeah. And she said, um, she said, I'm not going to have to worry about it because it's cool enough outside. But she doesn't realize that I'm bringing my, my mini SUV and it's going to be warm in it. So I'm still going to bring the coolers, but I, I don't know. They're packed. There's already patties made and everything. For, yeah, but you've got to remember the meat's, the meat's not coming to you raw. It's frozen, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's frozen. So it's already an ice cube. It takes a good eight, nine hours. It's, it's, what, six hours to thaw a steak? 
That's what she sounded like. And let me tell you, this is a gal who talked me through the cuts. And I didn't even know what I was doing. I'm just like, what do you think? Okay, what do you think? When, when we talked two weeks ago, what do you think? Yeah. I had no clue what to do. But I, I want to see how this goes. And maybe next year I go for a half a cow. I don't know. I can, I can get about a cow a year. Here's the other thing, Al. It's from my sister's farm, right? So my kids that go there and name the cows, I'm not going to tell them what we're eating. Yeah. Right? Well, no, I think every season you should you should be like, all right, we're eating Jeremy this week. We're gonna be we're gonna be eating number nine. I don't think Robbie let them name this one just for that reason. We're eating number nine. That's my lucky number. Um, well, back to the jewel chicken. I never knew the fried chicken, even though I hear the fried chicken's very good because I like Popeyes and I hate you know fried chicken is one of those things where like Mm -hmm. it's so bad for you. That if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So I have two options. I go to Popeye's, which I love. I go to KFC, which is which is convenient. Or the best option, I go down the street to the Filipino uh, chicken place. It's been around since like 1950s. And uh, they go ahead and they, they make a mean fried chicken with some banana ketchup on the side. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. And for me, Al, I'm, I'm the same. I am going to... I'm going to the Jewel. Uh, I'm not going there for my fried chicken. It's Popeye's, like, yeah. or or somewhere better. Uh, if I'm going to uh, the Jewel, have you ever done the the wings there? I I used to grab the wings once in a while, and they're not the best. They're they they were sitting out on the you know on the out on the what do you call it the buffet and whatnot. Yeah. And you could throw them in a bag or you could throw them in the bucket, whatever. I would do that here and there just because it was easy. There was one close to my old job. I'd go there for lunch and I'd have it. And then one day I saw a dude like grab three of them and put them in his pocket. And for some reason, that's when I stopped doing jewel wings. He was stealing the wings. Like, well, yeah, for sure. He put three in his pocket and just started eating one and then left. The gentleman. I, mean, I do that with the grapes, but. <laughs> You can do it with the grape, with the grapes, but you can't do it with this. Here we are. We're missing out on quality chicken. Candy. These guys are backing up the chicken. All right, I'll try some of the fried chicken. I trust these guys. I've heard nothing but good things about this fried chicken. I mean, honestly, I've had this conversation at other jobs, you know, where people talk about going leaving work early to get the fried chicken at the because on the sale, you know. Uh, so. You know, they'd be like, there was like a discount on like a Friday. It'd be like $5 for the fried chicken. And people would leave early because the shit would sell out. So. Wow. Stealing grapes on the fly. Hell yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, I had a kid eat, eating, uh, eating like, um, grabbed, pulled the blueberries out. And I'm like, oh, we haven't washed those yet. <laughs> That's okay. I never watched fruit. That's been one of the secrets. You know, I've defeated COVID. Uh, two times, I've warded off hundreds <laughs> of times, maybe millions of times, and it, I attribute it to I never wash fruit. You're a two-time. I mean, I eat fruit. You're a two-time champ over COVID. I'm only one yeah. time. I'm only yeah, one. Yeah, time. yeah, I'm two. And you know, first. Oh wait, why am I on Roman Reigns block? My bad on the graphic there. That was just poor, piss poor job. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, my jewel. Go there with kids, and they get a free banana. So. They'll give, them, they'll give them a banana. So if you go there, you can go right over to the banana. You can start to eat it. And then on your way out, you just show them, and they give you a little card. They're like, that one's on the house. No big deal. And learned that a year ago. 
film. Actually, wait, 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 wait. They, they're writing off the banana, uh, or or that it's, it's a known thing. The kids can have a banana. No, like I didn't know it till we were at the checkout, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to get a banana for the kid?" I'm like, "Yeah, we'll get a banana for the kid. They'll give the kid a free banana." That's been. I don't know. I don't know if it's for every banana. Oh, are you gonna do? Are you gonna do any more of the um, Monopoly? No. I'm I'm strictly off the monopoly. I've invested too much of my life for free aspirins and uh, <laughs> and the juice sauce and um and uh, what is it the uh, tomato paste the little can yeah. of tomato I, paste. I, 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 you, you, you make an army for fucking chili over there. <laughs> fucking a uh, monopoly got ruined for me when the when the pandemic first hit and everything shut down. Like monopoly was happening at Jewel, and then I just didn't want to touch fucking anything at the time. I wasn't taking them. I was done. And I just, I'm not going back. You're right. It's, there's, it takes up too much time. No. Even with the app, it's bullshit. If they give you 20 you extra open, tickets, it's bullshit. It's hard to open them. You know, I had that woman, I had that woman who was sweet on me. And when I would go to the checkout, Rose? you know, she, she, would, she would forget to scan things. And then she would also uh, give me as many of those, she'd give me stacks of those Monopoly things. I would, I would come home, you know, at three in the morning. I would light my little scented candle. And I would sit there and I would rip at those cards. Those so hard to rip at, you know, especially when you have hundreds of them. I would rip at them. I would open them. I had so many of these goddamn things. I had a box full, you know. And, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, I cashed nothing in. I won nothing. And the whole damn thing's a scam. The hell with it. I'm not touching the Monopoly. If I want to play Monopoly, listen, Clark, I'm a Monopoly champion, okay? I am the king of Marvin Gardens. You know, if if you want to play me in Monopoly, I'll take you down, and I'll take you down surgically. Like, you would be so impressed. You'd be like, my God, why isn't this man president of the United States? Because I am the king of Monopoly, and never forget it. But just because they slap the damn logo on something, and they make uh, these impossible-to-win games, and, and just because I'm addicted to things like slot machines, you think I'd love the Monopoly. But I'm done with it. There's too much work involved. Forget about it. Out. Okay. Now... At the beginning of this, you mentioned the, the the checkout person who was sweet on you. Yeah. I wonder if it's the well, same gal that's sweet on me. No, no, no. She's gone. She's oh. out of the industry. Yeah. Uh, really? You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume maybe giving me the free shit well, it didn't help. But uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Mr. Wilson, you can sit there as the banker, and you can you can rule over the game. I'll even I'll abide, but you can be the supreme. <laughs> Frickin' court of Monopoly, all right, buddy? And I'll still beat anybody you put in front of me. That's how damn good I am at Monopoly. I'm telling you, I get the little horsey. I got, they, they don't even make it anymore. I will go on Google. I will go on Amazon. I will go on, uh, what, where do you buy things? I, I, the used shit. Uh, what is that thing? Uh, the bidding. Craigslist. Craigslist. I will go on eBay, and I will spend some cryptocurrency to go ahead and get the little horse guy, because I have to have the horse guy, and I will whoop anyone's ass at the Monopoly. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Al, in our house, we now have Monopoly Junior. Um, yeah. And the kids have started playing them. Like, they're getting shoots and ladders. But let me tell you, when when one of them loses, it's the fucking end. Like, Well, you bring – I'll and come they, over. You'll like them. They try cheating all the time at the board game. So You set up that board. You put the kids there on the floor, and I'll play them, and I will beat the kids' ass. Okay. Monopoly Junior, it's a little too old for her. It's still like five years away, maybe maybe three years, two years away for Hazel to really be into it. But, yeah. but I would say that um, oh, 
You listening to the show? Just making sure we're still on? Uh, no, I was closing an app. Oh, an appetizer or an app? Okay. Yeah, um, appetizer. Yeah, it's still a little too old for her, so she didn't quite get it, So, which is fine because I can just cheat and win without her knowing. It's great. But we've started finally doing those. Do you play war with her? Oh, that's a good idea. War would be good because she, she knows her numbers now. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm in. I will, I will kick her ass at war. Um, I got home tonight from work, and they were napping. Like, they didn't do earlier naps. Vera napped for, like, two hours until, like, 5.30. Hazel fell asleep at 5.15. Do you know what that means, Al? What? They're going to be up all night. They're going to be up all night. So maybe you should come over tonight and play board games. Get them some, <laughs> get them some ice cream. Yeah. Um, you know what I wanted to bring I up? I just rediscovered oh, the Tootsie Roll. Oh, that's awesome. I just rediscovered the Tootsie Roll. I forgot how damn good these things are. I was at the Buteras. I don't know if you ever go to the Buteras. Kind but I was at the Buteras. Yeah. And uh, they, they had giant Tootsie Rolls for a dollar. Okay. You get two giant Tootsie Rolls for a buck. Okay. That's By the way, I mean. wanted to quickly, before we move on, before I forget, let me just get this out there. When I was a kid, you know, I, I lived uh, just off a river road, and we would go and we would play in the Displains Woods, you know, with the, the, uh, on the banks of the Displains River. We would run through the woods. And there must have been a giant tree. And at some time, the tree came down with its roots. So there was a giant bull in the ground. And kids made little ramps, and you would ride your bike down the bowl. It was called the bowl, the secret area in the woods. You would, you, you had to know how to get there. You know, you'd go through the, the thickets of the forest, we had one like and uh, you, you would get to the bowl, and all the kids would sit there. Some people would drink alcohol, and that you would do these jumps off uh, down, rolling down the, the roll. I almost became a paraplegic uh, uh, one time. There. I'm sure. Anyways, yeah. if you knew the other secret area, there was a side path. If you took the side path out of the bowl, it went to the, the Frito-Lay's chip company. Oh. And if you climbed the barbed wire fence, there was a garbage can where they were throwing out all their old chips they could no longer sell. And as kids, we didn't care about expiration dates, you know. No. Uh, you're, you're young. So we would go and we would – The body the body can handle it a lot better at that age, let's be honest. Sure. Yeah. It was like you were like the Willy Wonka of chips. You would go in there and there was just you jump in, you would dive into the garbage can, and it was any chip you can imagine. So we we take, you know, just bags and bags of chips, and then we head back to the bowl, and you know there were chip wrappers uh, everywhere. It's good at times back in my day. Well done. They they don't live like that anymore. There's no way. There's no way. Reminder: Cloudy Cloud is in on it. Like he's got this figured out. The expiration dates are a total scam to sell more food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's like the cell phone. The, the phones last for, what, two, two and a half years. And then, then you got you to gotta upgrade to keep up with the new system. It's all bullshit. My phones last six to eight years, Clark. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well. I know you're a hipster, Clark. You know, uh, old hipster Lawrence and cool Clark. He, uh, uh, he has to have a new phone every two years. Like, he just did This he thing has- here that you told me to buy, this face thingy yeah awesome this thing here if that isn't some hipster shit i don't know what is that's not hipster stuff. it is it's, hipster uh, you know, shit massage your neck and you you know i got the droopy eyes i want to you know give them a little massage to what are you saying hipster stuff like you don't curse anymore what did lou louie told you no cursing on his family show so now you're you can't even throw one out once in a while 
What are you talking about cursing? I curse all the time. Okay. Nobody swears more than I do. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody swears more than you do. I control myself on this program. I still let it – it still flies out, but, but I, I try to be as Boris reserved knows. as possible. Boris knows it keeps you looking young. Yes, it does. Man, I got to tell you, uh, we haven't done a show since you and I made our most recent wrestling trip. Uh, Patrick, uh, I got back to town. I know everybody was worried after doing Easter out in Kirkland on Saturday to go to the, uh, to go to the NJPW show out at the Odium. This would have been uh, about eight, nine days ago, right? On a Saturday, oh, yeah. 10 days ago here, wherever, whatever day this is. Um, I had to jump in an Uber when I got back to town and take it down to, down to you over at the, uh, over at the, the barbecue place. It's not a barbecue place, Clark. Mr. D's. Oh, the sushi place. Steak sandwiches. The sushi place. Oh, no, the no, shish kebab. The, the shish, shish kebab kebabs. Place. Mm-hmm. The shish kebab place. But you get the steak sandwich. And they also have the best fries in the city. Yeah. Okay. I will. It's no problem. Yeah, Forrest, I did, uh, I did Kirkland the day before. Went out, took Mom out to, out to lunch the day before. And then I made it back to town with the family, then made it over there, picked him up at Mr. D's with the best fries in the world, or I met you at Mr. D's. And then uh, Patrick... You didn't even go inside and grab them. You should have grabbed some fries. I should have, because, uh, because you know your country. Because I didn't know if you guys were in a hurry. I almost asked you to place me an order. I didn't get there until after you guys had finished eating. I was late to town. But... I took the, the cab down there, the lift down to, down to see you because you were closer to Villa Park than I was. I thought it would be a nice thing to do rather than say, hey, can you come up and pick me up? I did that. And then uh, I should have I gotten food there because the odium, guys, the odium for the NJPW show, they're, they're, they're selling. This place isn't going to be open much longer. Do you know that, that a, place, the final event. a place that's closing down now, a place that's closing down isn't exactly going to be run the best. No, no. It's, uh, they checked out. We saw the long line when we got there. And we thought, yeah. you know what? Let's wait in the car till other people get inside. And then we'll get out and wait in line. And it was one of those cold nights, as, mo- as we've had a lot of those in the last 14 days or whatever. We had a couple warm ones. But it was one of the cold nights. And we waited outside for a while. And uh, Al... What was with all the semi trucks around? Like the well, o- a, the Odium's this building that's old. It's you know, yeah, it's a beautiful space. It's a big giant. American flag in there. You know, it's a place. It's a pl- it's a place where pe- kids would go to see you know uh, hip bands back in the day and uh, skate. You know, they turned into a skating ring at times, and uh, you know, you see wrestling and boxing and the good stuff. <laughs> good old school uh, American venue, right? And now it's uh, like it seems like what a, a trucking company there. Well, they uh, cloudy uh, the quad cloud just uh, informed us that they rent out parking spaces for semis. Oh, um, yeah, that makes sense. Which is totally a thing. I remember, you know, uh, the, you know, the guy who uh, took a legal custody of me when my mom got sick as a kid was a truck driver, and I remember him having you know special places we'd have to go to get his truck. You know, you'd have to pick them up at a place to park the truck. And, uh, yeah, now I, I believe the Odium actually sold to a trucking consortium. So uh, that, that's what's taken over there. Look, they got sumo wrestling going on in there. And they got uh, old people sitting on chairs. Yep. 
Yep, yep. Damn it, I was trying. Hang on. Clark tried buying the concessions, fans. I did try. Well, because as we just discussed, I didn't. I wasn't able to get food with y'all. So, yeah. This guy, Clark, buys a bag of popcorn. And the bag of popcorn just sits there the entire time. I didn't doesn't want, eat it. I didn't want the popcorn. It's bad in my <clears> teeth. <throat> my, my teeth aren't great. Oh, they do a little bit of rodeo. Yeah, the Odium, uh, for the people listening on Blog Talk, Clark is going through photos of the Odium right now. Mm-hmm. Very distracted. Most of them are of uh, senior citizens. I love that space upstairs. You know, that that's the upstairs space. It looks okay. like a church up there. So when you get, like, meet and greets, you know, with wrestlers, there was always, like, this cool background, like you, were, like you ran into them at a church. Okay. Yeah, a lot of great wrestling there. It was a cool venue. Oh, yeah, the haunted house. I used to go there when it was a haunted house in October. Wow. Uh, that was a thing. Yeah. So Seats about 5,500 for wrestling, and they were all there. All, all 5,500 of us were there. Yeah, it was jam-packed, and uh, 5,500 sounds really high, but... I mean, it said that's what it seats. I mean, I'm sure that's really high, but it definitely, um, like, it took forever to get in, and when we got up there, we, we realized why, Yeah. because there was, it looked like they had only had one line to get in earlier, and then they opened up a right. separate one where they wanted you, because you had to go through the metal detector, Trick noted to us, after we walked through, wasn't even fucking on. Not even plugged in. Not even plugged in. Like, not even. But they still made you go through it like it was. Right, of course. Theater of the mind. Right, 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 right. May 31st, he said, is the final day of the Odium out there. I'll be damned. He's been there. I'll tell you. I've been there twice, and I just, I enjoyed the spots. Oh, yeah. I I took a picture of that, Al. They're 75 bucks for a pair of of their seats. They're selling everything. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's cool. Yep. It was a yep. cool spot. I'm gonna miss it. You know, th- those size venues are disappearing. Um, they are selling. You know, all you that I can. All the, the only one I can think of now is Cicero Stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, you're talking old venues. You know that um, the the movie theater, the drive-in out there at McHenry, they're actually doing upgrades. They're adding like a new a new screen, all different kinds of things. So like. Some of that old stuff they are going to try to keep around, but yeah, it's a shame to see a place like that go. But as we were there, you know, people were getting mad. Well, shit, the seating arrangements. We don't. We still don't know if we were anywhere near our correct seats. No, no, no. I yelled at the kid. I, uh, yeah, you I was a dick. Well, because they came in, you know, six, four matches in, it started asking us to move, and we're like, hang on a minute, man. Like, we all just figured it out. There wasn't. 80% of the people on the floor were sitting in the wrong seats, I would say. Right. Because right. when we asked one person where to sit, they told us one place. When we asked the other guy, they told us the other. Some people thought that number one started on one side. Other people thought that number one started on the other side. Everything was poorly labeled. It was a disaster. Uh, but we found seats. We sat there. And, yeah, then they asked us. The guy's like, well, what seats are you at? I'm like, we're in the wrong seats. We're not moving. How many people are you looking for? And they're like, four. I'm like, well, there's four seats right here. We think these guys moved who were sitting here before. Let them sit there, and we're all fine. Solved. He's and, like, okay. And he said, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. And, 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 and it, like, for him, like, he just wanted to get the shit resolved without it being yeah. an issue. And, and he did. Like, he's like, yeah, cool. 
Are you guys good with that? Cool. Here we go. Um, I I really enjoyed being there for a for a New Japan Pro show. Here. So you saw you you came this close, a frog's hair from uh, seeing your first five star match in person. Your first four, five star melter. What did you? Was it four point seven five or four and a half? Four point seven five. Holy shit! And it, we actually got to see almost all of that match. There were a few matches yeah. where we don't even know what happened for thirty minutes during it. There, there was at least one. And from what I understand, if you bought it on pay per view, they had the same problem too for that one match. <laughs> like, they couldn't the follow stadium. it. No, I mean, there's just kids there with cameras, you know? It's yeah. not like a professional production. Right, 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 company. right, right, right. Or if it is, I mean, they're very amateur. So we saw Will Ospreay and uh, John Moxley. Moxley's on fire right now in the indie scene. And, of course, AEW, uh, former AEW champion. And Will Ospreay, the European champion and former uh, New Japan World um, uh, champion as well. <laughs> the IWGP champion. Uh, so those two went at it, and Dave Meltzer, the main journalist in wrestling, especially when it comes to grading matches, um, you know, his his chart goes up to five stars, but he's broken it. It's gone now up to, I believe, seven stars. But uh, it's rare to see a five-star match, and this match went 4.75. It was a really wow. good match. Yeah, it was. You brought it up, too, that Osprey has really put on – mass like he 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 looked jacked oh yeah absolutely jacked and and osprey's known not he's known not for that he's been known for being a a great technical pro wrestler like great he's a flyer yeah yeah and he's been good with that stuff he he looked great he looked jacked damn it i'm trying to share my own photos and it's saying no i had a couple good ones i wanted to throw up there that actually made sense of the place and of of the match. You know, I got that one photo. If you're looking to buy those chairs, I would imagine just look on the Odium website or, but they definitely were selling them. I think Clark may even have taken a picture of the sign that was selling them. So maybe he could get you some info if there's anything on there. Um, yeah, it was a great match. I mean, the crowd was on fire. New Japan. Uh, if you've never been to a New Japan show, if you've never watched it, WWE, a lot of these other shows try to mix up uh, the excitement level of matches. New Japan is a very gradual build where, you know, the the early stuff tends to be just throwaway. The first match is generally like rookies or, you know, kids in training. And then it builds and it builds and it builds. And then your final two matches, those guys go all out. And they're just fantastic uh, main events. Uh, which is the way, uh, you know, I think you you really should book a wrestling card. I, I've always enjoyed that format of the slow build to a huge finale. And we got uh, um, Moxley versus Osprey, and those guys absolutely uh, lit it up. Uh, uh, Moxley was gushing. You keep it down, oh, buddy. Moxley was keeping, you know, this guy was flowing blood early in the match. Uh, there were some magnificent dives. I mean, just a crazy, crazy match. But before that, you experienced, I thought this happened all the time, but it turns out in the history of New Japan Wrestling, <laughs> these guys have only gone head-to-head, one-on-one, five times in the history of uh, of the wrestling, but uh, they look like they've, they've done it millions of times. It was Ishii versus Minoru Suzuki, uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Minoru Suzuki. And, you know, Suzuki's a guy, it takes a couple times seeing him, 
or it takes seeing a great Suzuki match to get. You know, sometimes I see him on, like, AEW, and it's a big deal, but a lot of people just don't get him. You know, he walks out. He looks like an ant. You know, he, he's, he's skin and bones. He, he's a very lean dude. And, uh, but truth is, he's a shooter. Like, he knows how to fight, and he's a very good fighter. And, uh, you know, he kind of has this uh, almost like a, a, an Yakuza, like a Japanese mafia uh, a danger element. You know, it feels like messing with Pauly Walnuts when you mess with Minoru Suzuki. Uh, you, you just know he's going to go off and just beat the hell out of you for the smallest thing. And he's going to smile while doing it. He's a sadist. And his matches are slow. And it's a lot of, like, just kind of slapping each other back and forth, back and forth. But it builds and it builds and it builds till at the end, you know, even if you weren't impressed with them slapping each other at the beginning, by the end, you're just like hook, line, and singer into this uh, story that's being told in the ring. And these two guys, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, they call him the Stone Pitbull. He's an undersized Japanese wrestler who's kind of known for taking a beating. Like he just takes a beating, he takes a beating, and he just keeps standing up and getting in your face like, yeah, is that the best you got? I may not beat you. But I, you're going to have to give you everything you have to beat me. And Minoru Suzuki is the kind of guy who gives everything it takes to beat a dude and, and, and will even toy with him even after he hasn't beat it. So those two guys just went at it, and it was just a fantastic match. Uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, Clark, uh, as a guy who doesn't watch a lot of New Japan, what did you think of it? Uh, that match? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. And I, and I, and I know who the guys are, and I respect – how they have perfected the craft. I, I, enjoy, uh, yeah, I like it a lot. The way NJ, NJPW does the strong style. There's a lot of like hard hits and I, and I, and I love yeah. that. And, and they, they did that and, and that's their hits. And you said that they've only gone at it like five times total. Yeah. That was their fifth time meeting up uh, according to the record book. And so. these guys are, yeah. And they, they've got a little bit of like, they've got time. They've got time in there. And I, I've always enjoyed that style of they take their time with the booms right to the head. They give it back and forth. It's like who can take it the best? Who can yeah, take it? The fighting spirit. And, you know, and there were a couple of them where it's like, eh, you know, this, this is pro wrestling. And it looks like they may not have connected as, as one would hope. But but then all of a sudden right after that, then there was, you know, there's one hit where you're like, oh, shit. Like he actually connected there. Like yeah, he cracked these up. guys are getting hurt. They're, they're, they're getting yep. hurt. It's really happening. Like, sure, they can sell it and everything, but they're getting hurt. It was great. That match was yeah. fantastic. Probably my – I mean, the five-star match there, or the 4.75 star match was a great match as well, but I thought that was solid. What I like about it is, about NJPW there, is that it's no frills, and they don't even try, you know, to – we weren't watching a show that was designed for the pay-per-view. We weren't watching a show for TV. Like if you go to raw, yeah. if you go to AEW dynamite, like that's a TV show. They have hard in, right. hard out, hard out. Yeah. The pay-per-views even, you know, like they have a specific thing that they're doing. NJPW. It's just like guys are getting in the ring and they're going to do their craft. And, and that's what you're watching. The announcer right. doesn't even get in the ring at NJPW. He's not part of the show. Justin Roberts. He's not part right. of keeping the crowd entertained. Like, you're here to watch fucking wrestling. Like it, I, I enjoyed everything about it. The bare bones. It felt, it feels very much like I hear about like my, you know, my uncles and friends from, from back home, the older guys going to a high school gym back in the day to watch wrestling, which I still get a little bit when we go to, you know, it, it feels that way when we go down to the Cicero stadium, of course, yeah. but 
from them, you know, you're hearing stories of guys who hold up a chair and get, get punched in the face by a wrestler back there. This feels like that can happen when you're right. at NJPW. Like, don't and, fuck with me. And I, and I did notice that it was the Odium and it was the end of the run. There were a lot of people smoking in there. Yeah. Like, I definitely smelled clouds of well, marijuana. No, no, no. The cigarette smoke out, we were, we were the unlucky ones. Over Back behind us to the right, right there, like feet away, was the outside yeah. smoking area. And it was right. cold out, so you know guys were, like, just standing inside, basically, to get yeah. lost a caller from the 312. I'm sorry I missed you there. Um, my bad caller from the 312. But anyway, yeah, enjoyed that show. That venue looked beautiful. I'll throw a couple up on our Twitter of it. I, I tweeted a couple pictures back there of the, the arena. The roof really looks cool. It has that machine shed look of a place. And I, yeah. I teased yeah. it already, Al. But speaking of NJPW, like, you brought it up that bigger. it was probably going to happen. And then they made an announcement a few days later when after that guy that we saw, after after we saw, yeah, whoever was calling from the 312, jump back in and, and, and I'll get to you. I'm so sorry about that. But uh, um, you said, I think that guy's the president. And none of us thought about, like, you brought it up to me later. Like, we didn't think about trying to get a picture with the guy. Yeah. While we were waiting in line. Like, I'm sure he would have been fine doing that, knowing that we were all standing out there in the cold, right? Right. I think so, too. Like, if the Japanese are just too polite to uh, not. Right, right, right. You know, he's not going to be like, oh, busy now. He's, he's going to be like, okay, thank you. All right. We'll get, um, we'll get back to the NJPW show, but uh, 312, uh, just, uh, just jump back on. Yeah. I, I told him that I'd go to him. So uh, let's go over to the Joseph's Finest Meats hotline. We're going to jump over there with the caller from a 312. Hey, 312, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Gentlemen, Elijah from Tomball, Texas. How you all doing? Hey, Elijah, how's Tomball, Texas tonight? Oh, it's going okay. But I'm telling you, I am in a fit of comfortable rage right now. Clark, Uh-oh. fucking, fucking Frito-Lays, Fritos with your first overall pick. If I'm taking, if I'm going to go to my second best pod, my second favorite podcaster, uh, Clark Lorison's house to see some sporting event, I'm excited. I'm not only excited to hear his his awesome banter, uh, but I'm also uh, looking forward to quite the spread that he has, knowing that he's an experienced uh, host and entertainer of these sporting events. And if I sit there with my two beautiful blonde kids and you put out a bowl of fucking Fritos, scoops with nothing else i am leaving and when my daughter looks at me with tears in her eyes and says why did he serve us that shit i have to explain to her those weren't even tips honey don't even don't worry about it we won't ever be going back there oh my Lord. you would shatter dreams see i mean your chip draft was just pure incompetence i mean it was like the uh angelo of uh it, it was like the who did we just fire? We had like a guy we just fired of drafts. Holy shit. That was an Emory. That was an Emory move right there. I feel like yeah, there's, was, there's no coming back. That was an Emory picking Mark Tressman kind of move. There mm-hmm. is no coming back from this. I don't know. I like, I, you just, you just laid into me like no other. Like I apologize. I'm sorry, to Clark. I'm children. furious. I apologize to your children. I apologize to you. I apologize to, you, to to your bride. I apologize to the entire town 
of Tom the Ball, two blonde Texas, children. They, they need to, I, apologies. I what beautiful blonde children. Thank you. I apologize to the people who built that brand new stadium for that high school in Tom Ball, Texas. I apologize to that mayor, and I apologize to you, sir. My well, Lord. I would not. I I did not wake up this morning thinking I was going to be serious that my second favorite podcaster. L being the first one, of course. But you um, didn't have to say I that. You didn't have to say it. Like, even if we knew it, you didn't have to fucking say that part. Some things you just it's, keep to yourself. It's funny. The, 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 dra- the draft really put me over, man. My first is all the other ones are tied. All right. That's re- all right, Bobby Heenan. <laughs> you, that's a Heenan line. And that you is know a Heenan it. joke. It is a Bobby Heenan joke. Oh, man. Elijah, can I, is there anything I can do? Because honestly, like, normally I'd, like, try to try to be like this is bullshit but i i agree with you oh somebody wants some handwritten notes look yeah. at i'm getting with lit up all sampler. over you I better go you better go to the jewel and get a women sampler and go to the card inspection and, and, and just you just start doling out apologies and chocolates we, we did it on the fly elijah my apologies what can i do We'll have to see what happens on the next draft. I don't know if it's going to be a sandwich draft. I don't know if it'll be a dip draft. But, I mean, you, you really you really got to come strong with this next one. I mean, um, yeah, you lost me on Fritos. You kind of came back a little bit with a couple deep cuts. But, yeah, the Fritos just lost me. I'm like, who the hell just eats Fritos? All right. Can you I ask you got to dip it in so, something. Does Fritos and Doritos – can they both count in the potato chip draft? Because somebody did bring it up. I was the I was. He's trying to get out of here. I, on a I, I was the one that said those are corn chips. So technically, Everybody. I don't count those as uh, potato chips. I was when I suggested the draft. I was more looking for flavors, uh, you know, and you know brands brands as well. But man, then you finish it up with a 3D Doritos. I mean, well, come on. Hang on. That was me. Absolutely sad. I went for the troll on Al because I knew that he had already picked the nacho cheese, and I really wanted to pick nacho cheese Dorito. So I went with the 3D nacho cheese Dorito. All right, Dan. Dan, get out of here. There's no need. There's. I apologize to you. Yeah. I apologize to oh. your beautiful blonde children, Elijah's beautiful blonde children, all the blonde children. I'm sorry. My, mine included. Oh. Vera. Oh, Lays Lawrence over here. Jesus, man. Oh. Frito Lays Lawrence. Elijah, before you Frito go. Frito Lays Lawrence, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. What's cornier, Frito Lays or Lawrence in here? I don't Jeez. even know if you're going to uh, I don't even know if you're going to want to answer this, but do you have any Are you optimistic about the the Bears draft? Are you How are you feeling coming up here? Man, I don't. I, I just don't know enough about these players, and and hell, even yeah. ESPN gets it wrong. I mean, they, they they. I mean, all these people who do pick the draft picks, they 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 take around. They want to parade around the block when when they pick a good one. And how often do you see? You know, they always remember the. It's like socks, right? You always remember your good ones. You forget your bad ones. Uh, and so I, I have no idea. I would like for them to pick I, up the best player, whether offensive line. Uh, defensive line um, or wide receiver, you know, I, it's going to be interesting, but would I be, would I be I upset would, if they probably running back would be the only thing that I would be upset if they, if they picked. 
Unless you're going to trade Montgomery, unless there's some uh, value there. I was going to have an expert on this week, a draft expert, like we've done in the past. But I agree with you. Like, these damn draft, these pre-shows, are it's just such speculation, yeah. and no one knows anything. So what we're going to do is next week we're going to have a draft expert on to tell us about the players we got. There I think go. that just makes a lot more sense. I agree. I, I like I, that. I like that. My only thought is, at this point, you have two second-round picks. Um, you know, you – Maybe maybe do a little trading down, like build more, like just bring in more people. I don't know. We'll see what it, they need a lot. They they've got a lot of places. They to need a lot. Yes, they, they do. And and you know, which which is another reason why I wasn't so upset when the free agency kind of busted the way it did. You know, it. I would say yeah. I would give them a C for this free agency. You know, uh, but you know, he, he even said, you know, I, I think there's a, a quote or something where he even saying that the, the the market for wide receivers and everything that they're asking for is just crazy right now. Um, is there uh, Landry? Did he ever land anywhere? Oh, I don't know if Landry did. Um, maybe he did. A lot of talk about him. That'd be one that I miss, but I I don't know. Oh, Jarvis Landry? Yeah. I don't know if he. Yeah, he was, he was talking about how he wanted to get how he wanted to get traded, and they're they were on the market, and they're saying how the Bears might look into him. I saw a Devo. Um, again, I don't yeah, know enough. Was. Seems seems like a good pick uh, pick up, but yeah. So I don't today, know. I don't know. Today, uh, I agree, oh, go ahead. I agree with you overall. Like, there's nothing really to be done this year besides. Get some players that could potentially be core players. You know, go for some high ceiling, you know, high uh, low floor guys. Take some risk and see if they develop. Because next year you have all the money. Next year you make the moves. Next year you go all in. Yeah, and and, and I'm kind of getting that feeling too with a lot of the one year contracts. Anytime I see something posted about the Bears signing somebody, it's one year. And so I don't even think that they're really planning for a long-term future, you know, I mean, or, you know, I, I think they're looking for like another high turnover. Um, so yeah. So, right. I, but you know, I heard this is a strategy that the bills did where it was, uh, you know, you, we give you a one year, evaluate you, and then we'll give you, we'll sign you an extension since you're in house if we feel like you're worth it. So I think this is like a, a bill strategy, if I'm not mistaken of what they've been doing. With the with the rookie contracts and stuff, there's so much pressure it feels on to get good quick with Fields because you know you could spend money in other places and whatnot. The year two, it, it's going to be what it is. But I mean, hopefully you can get much better for year three, right? Like that's the plan. Like what, they're all talking about the dead salary cap come come uh, after this year for the for the following season. Like I think that's what this whole thing is going to be about tanking. Is that what we're talking about? Are we talking about a tank? What the hell's going on? It's not, it's not a tank per se because you're still like anything could happen. You know, this team could be like eight and eight, eight and nine, or whatever the hell the deal is now, and still make the playoffs and, and, and have a decent run. We're just taking a lot of chance to see what we have. It's kind of like, all right, here's what we got. Here are the players. Prove to us you're going to be part of tomorrow because tomorrow we're going all in. So show us, you know, this is the year to test everybody. Just go all out. Everybody is, is, is testing for their jobs right now. I don't think it's – when I'm saying that, I'm saying that's best-case scenario, like an eight and nine. Um, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not predicting that's going to happen. I think we're going to have a miserable year. In effect, we are tanking 
but we are we're, we're getting it all our all trying to build as best possible with the players around us. I mean, is Mooney good? I mean, you know, there's some I've seen some measurements, I've seen some numbers that say, you know, he he could be an elite wide receiver. Um, that could be in place already. <clears throat> I'm seeing that Cole Komet could be a total bust. You know, that the, the guy is a subpar tight end. Um, you know, and we're going to know this. Ooh, by the end. I think somebody you know, said that earlier in the season. I got tapped on offensive line. What was that, Elijah? I said, oh, Komet being a bust? I think somebody said that four games into the last season, and I got chastised about how he's a blocking tight end and not a catching one. And I said, nah, man, I'm not seeing it with this guy. Yeah, I mean, tight end is so hard to project, you know, in two years in the league. Um, You know, now now it's the make-or-break seasons, but uh, (laughs) I agree. I probably defended him too much when I probably shouldn't have because, uh, you know, the numbers are starting to show. He sucks against man coverage. Yeah. You know, and one one thing interesting about uh, polls that I've realized is with, um, oh my gosh, how did I forget his name already? Uh, The last guy. (laughs) Pace. He's dead and gone to me already. The last GM. Pace, yes. Pace was all in, you know, Khalil Max trade, you know, uh, uh, you know, big trades, big contracts, you know, trying to get these. These, these high numbers in, you know, if there was a free agent, it almost felt like, or if there was like a sexy, uh, you know, it's like Fields was a sexy pick for the Bears, right? Trade down and go get him. You know, that was kind of his thing. And I almost have to yeah. respect Poles for, I mean, he's like the opposite of this, right? You had Devontae Adams. You had a few, I mean, uh, you had a few offensive linemen. I can see why some people are upset, but, well, hey, how come he didn't go for it? But to me, he's he's got his price and he's got his strategy. And for better or for worse, you know, uh, he's not going to uh, show his hand or go all in like we were seeing with uh, Pace. You know, I, I'm sure there's some times where Pace kind of oversteps what he wanted or what the Bears could do, and that's how they got into the salary uh, issue. So I don't see that now with, with polls or what he's doing. A lot of one-year contracts, but, um, you know, I, I think next year is going to be really – we're going to see what he's – kind of made of. I kind of agree with you, Al. It's kind of, let's see what we got, evaluate, uh, and, and then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. I can see him trading just, down. Just, just, I don't just, see him trading up. I'm sorry? No, no, no. I was just what was that last thing? It's, oh, it's okay. a test season okay. where we're just going to, they're going to put players out there, and they're going to see if we can find some diamonds in the rough, and then know for sure what holes we need to fill. Because right now, we don't know. I mean, there's holes everywhere. I mean, the secondary can be yeah. – the secondary most likely is a disaster right now. You know, uh, linebacker. I mean, I feel like there's holes there. The defensive line, like, I don't even know who the guys are on the defensive line. It's getting so bad. And, and then on the offense, you know, the offensive line. Do we have guys in, in these players who are drafted and we've been wanting to develop? Or, or are they completely busts, you know? And your wide receivers. Is Mooney a legitimate elite wide receiver? I think he is. We don't know yet, you know? I mean, there's just so many questions. Guys, uh, you know, so Elijah, Elijah uh, Cloudy Cloud brings up over there, and I, I saw you in the in the Twitch chat earlier, and I do I appreciate you joining in that. Everybody, watch on Twitch, uh, twitch.com slash sportsaddict. You can join in on the fun there. But Cloudy Cloud said, how can you call Komet a bust? When ten million dollar Jimmy Graham took all the red zone snaps, Komet might well, suck, but how do we know? 
from a, if from they a felt fan, confident that he would that he could take the red zone snap, they would have given it. They were so desperate for touchdowns. Guys, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Elijah. Go first, and then Al. I'm sorry, Al. It, it's um, it, 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 they felt if they, if they felt confident in in his abilities, they would have thrown it to Komet. I mean, why the hell do they even keep Jimmy Graham on for that extra year to be a mentor? That's an expensive ass mentor. If they felt like Komet was the real deal and that they can count on him to get these touchdowns, which we both know last year the Bears were struggling to get to the red zone and, and put it in uh, in score six. If they felt Komet was it, they would have thrown it to him. So, the, well, so I think it's more of a testament to how bad Komet is that, that they did give Jimmy Graham all those touches and all those looks in the red zone. Well, um, W. Wilson brought it up, too. He said, how can you evaluate anyone the Bears have with the Nagy offense? Like, how do you know how, if Komet's any good? How do you know? Well, that's what, right, that's what we're going to find out. And Komet wasn't underutilized. Like, that, that's a misconception. I think he was, like, 15th in targets from tight ends. Hmm. You know, from a fantasy perspective, Cole Komet is a guy you might want to take a shot at because there's going to be positive touchdown. Uh, uh, regrets to means because he had zero, you know, I mean, he's got to get some targets this year. Uh, the question is in the play he's had, uh, it, it, he's proven that he, he has a lot of trouble against man coverage. So you use him in zone fine, but he's not a guy that, that that's winning in the man coverage, which you want out of a, a tight end, especially a receiving tight end. And uh, there's just, a, there's just, we have enough sample size to know, that there are some issues that could be corrected, but uh, are legitimate scares. So, yeah. Elijah. And with his size, he, there's no excuse why he shouldn't be a, a, a man. He, he should not dominate yeah. in the man. I mean, he, he's way too big, uh, too strong to not be able to take on, a, to outspeed a linebacker or to outpower a, uh, uh, a cornerback or safety. Uh, one of the questions that I have that I'm really interested in is um, our free safety. Uh, his name escapes me again, Eddie. Um, Jackson? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Jackson. Eddie Jackson? What's this guy going to do? And, and, the fact that, and the fact that I heard Eberflus says, oh, we're going to play him up and have him blitz more, which I think that he's only done like maybe once or twice uh, last season. So he, he's another big question mark that I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, where we go with that as well. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of what Al was saying. It's holes everywhere. Yeah. As always, I enjoy uh, chatting with you here, Elijah. Thank you so much for the call tonight, my friend. Uh, no problem, Clark. Uh, sorry for chastising you. It, it's just, I, don't, I, I wouldn't put you through that if I knew that you were better and you could do better in the next draft. So I'm looking forward to hearing these picks. Listen, next time you guys go with a, Whatever draft, I believe in you. Were you the first one to bring it up in there? Because we were put on the spot. We rolled with it as we go. It was one of the first ones. I, I, I did. I, if I would be lying if I said I didn't question it myself when the words came out of my damn mouth. But I, I made that decision, and I am going to stick with it. I went with the chip. This was my. This was me trading up to grab Mitchell Trubisky. All right, that that was mine. <laughs> that was me there. Give me a break. Give me a chance to not be Ryan Pace. Give me a chance to not be Ryan Pace. Give me a chance to make up for that big fucking mistake. Well, yeah, that, you know, I did get the draft, and I wanted it three rounds. This way you really had to pick and have a strong candidate. You know, when we went to seven, I felt 
you could have some weak ones still in there. You know, you can go deep, which you did. Um, so, well, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I, next I, draft, I like uh, chicken I dishes, because those are so versatile. That's yeah, a, that's always a good one. Or sandwiches, dips is always a good I, one. So, uh, argument there is that you know that we got to some really good, really good deep cuts in there. And you know we did. We found a couple good chips later on in that draft. I'm glad that Al wanted to go 10. I gave the compromise, and we went with seven. So, anyway. I thought I gave the compromise. No, I gave the compromise. You said ten. (laughs) Elijah was down at three. I was was at five. You went to ten, and I said, how about seven? I I, I brought it back down. Yeah, yeah. I was gracious enough to come down. I was gracious. I was the gracious one. You are are gracious at at times. Elijah, have a good night. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Have a good one, guys. Adios. You as well. Okay, that bye. was Elijah from Tomball, Texas, giving us a ring on the Joseph's Finest Meats hotline. I'm not going to Joseph's. Remember, I'm heading up to Wisconsin to get my meat this time. Well, you can still go to Joseph's and get your sausages. I mean, before I knew you, you were eating frickin' Jimmy Dean's. What? I mean... You know, that was your idea of a high-class sausage. I mean, I'm still going to do that once in a while. I, can I go with the, the signature jewel brand to go with the uh, the Jimmy Deans? Yeah, I mean, if you, if you live that close to a, a world-class butcher shop and you're eating the Jimmy Deans, uh, something's not right with you. Well, sometimes you're at the jewel already, and it's like, ah, I, I don't have time to make it over there, especially when you got sick fucking kids. You're working all the time. You're waking up at 3 in the morning yeah. with them. You're, you're thinking about work, so then you go and you, you do an hour and a half that worth of work. Instead of the jewel the sausage, you go and get the fried chicken. That's a smart call. I will try it. You've got to try it, too, I think. I think you've got to give it a well, shot as well. Next time we get together for some wrestling uh, that that's not live at the United Center, then uh, we're going to go ahead and we'll, we'll have some jewel fried chicken. I've got to tell you. Okay. I saw the 312 number, and I saw it drop. That's why I brought it up. I thought it might be Elijah. I wanted to throw a bone out there. Like, I was like, Elijah, give us a call. Because I want to – I love talking to little bears with him. Maybe maybe we'll get to some video games. He and I, we both have the daughters and stuff. Like, we talk about that here and there. Yeah. And I wanted to go to him to have that relationship with him. And we turn the phone on, and he just lights me up. Like, just lays into me. Well, he was right, though. You know? I mean, that's the issue. We, want, we like honesty from our callers. Oh, you know, Don't uh, even now. now here he is. That's upset. it. We haven't That's talked Elijah. bulls. Elijah says we forgot to talk bulls. No, we didn't. We just there's no need. It was a great. It's been a great season. Now Zach's in protocols. Can he can he go and get surgery tomorrow? He probably has to wait. If he has COVID, he's probably has to wait a few days now. But he needs to get yeah. healthy for next season. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. You know, they had the one game where it, things felt good, it and uh, it's been a disaster since. It gave me so much hope, Al. It gave me, you know, it, it's like that Jay Cutler hope that I had. You know, it's just this false sense of hope. Well, just breaking news, Andrew Woolfolk of Earth, Wind, and Fire has passed away at the age of 71. Rest in peace. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it seems like it's all over for the Bulls. Uh, you know, what are you going to do, man? It's, uh, we we, we to have a funeral for them. Um, maybe next week on the program we'll have a, a draft expert to come on and talk about the draft picks, and we'll have the Bulls' uh, funeral. You yeah. know, if you'd like to prepare some words, Clark, I, I'd, I'd like that. Maybe you can sing yep. a sad song for maybe, us. Maybe next week we can jump into the 
NJPW versus AEW at the United Center? Which well, I mean, we still, have the, we still have the question. I guess we could we could have it next week because it's still not on sale yet. I mean, we got to talk what tickets we're getting. Well, you know, as, we got to figure out our move here. Well, because as you and I had discussed, there was a chance, you know, we might be bringing some some folks with us that you know it may not want to spend up to get, right. to get better seats. Um, maybe maybe we could talk to sports addict folks that all want to spend about five hundred each, and we could all get a get a suite. I don't know. You said you got a guy who might have a suite. Did he get you a price yet? He hasn't got a price yet. I kind of ran him by the prices you gave me. And, uh, he's definitely not in for the five hundred dollars suite, uh, but the lesser suite he is. I don't want to sit up there. I don't want to sit up there. Yeah, I don't want to see. You bring the you bring the the Google, the Google's. What do you call those things? The binoculars. Ooh, which I got binoculars. I got some of those and, rushed to me through Amazon. They, they came to my wife. None of us ordered them. We got some new. Well, binoculars. there you go. There you go. Beautiful. You know, you you sit in comfort. You drink in comfort, you eat in comfort, and then you use the binoculars and you see everything just fine. But I agree. I think I would rather be in the one, 100s. There are events where point. I would love to be up there for. You know, a random Bulls game yeah. in the middle of the year. Um, you know, maybe a maybe a, a, a Nitro or whatever the, whatever wrestling, you know, weekly wrestling show. But yeah. not for this pay-per-view. No. Where we're going to see some of Japan's greatest stars like Okada. You know, yeah. like we're we're gonna see those guys at this. What's Okada's first name, Clark? Oh, it's um, Unchke. No, yeah, uh, good. What is Okada's first name? Koshida. Koshida. I gotta, I gotta read it. I gotta like. Can't ask me if you don't know. Come, on, I've gotta read. Koshida Okada. God damn, <laughs> this is getting offensive at this point. I know it means you mean not, we mean nothing but respect. That's amazing. Oh, that's perfect. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to enjoy it a lot. I'm, yeah, 500. That's a lot of money. And I think it would take that per person to get one of those. Because Chica, I had it right. Because Chica Okada. Yeah, Rainmaker. I should have said Rainmaker. Rainmaker. There you go. Rainmaker works. But yeah, we. We'll we'll talk more about that next week because uh, tickets go on sale the following Friday, I believe. Yeah, I've got to tell you, Thursday night when you were texting when we were texting about it, I read it wrong and I thought tickets were going on sale the next morning. I was home with the mm-hmm. girls, sick, and at about nine o'clock, I started getting them set up with a movie so I could go over and get logged in to buy our tickets at ten a.m. And then I looked at them, I'm like, oh shit, these things aren't on sale for two weeks. And then, are, do you think the pre-buy tickets are any good? I always feel like they're a scam. Like they only release a certain section. Could maybe maybe the folks watching along with us could tell us, or anybody listening later could shoot us text later and whatnot. But why don't we just try to buy both, and then figure out which is the best and sell the other ones? Like I don't think we're going to lose money on it, and I'd sell them at cost. Like I don't. Or do you do you feel like this event could oversell could over? Yeah, I think there's a chance this thing sells out in five minutes. I think there's a chance this thing doesn't sell out. Mm. Like that, that's where I'm at with this. Uh, I I would lean towards it actually being a day one sellout. Uh, if I had to project, that's what I would guess. Uh, but man, I, I I've seen some people being like, I don't know even know if I want to go to that show. I'd rather save up for AEW's big pay per view. That we we like to go to all in or all out. I'm going to go to that. (laughs) Like there's no doubt about it. Uh, Right. But that's months months after. 
Um, but you want to spend your, you know, you want to spend your proverbial wad on this show, or do you want to do it on that show? And I think other people are leaning towards that show. I'm leaning towards this show. How about like, we'll aim for like second row at all out or uh, yeah. And, and this one, like hundred level, as you and I have learned, and those of you who might go to, go to boxing events at some of these bigger venues, you don't want to be in that back row of the lower level. No, no, like, no you don't no. want to be 15 rows back by the entrance ramp. You don't want to be there. You want to be about five rows up, five yeah. to 15 rows up in that hundred level section over at the United Center. That's where you want to be. You want like row five of a hockey game or a basketball game. Sure. Probably a hockey game is more uh, appropriate. Right. Um, but yeah, you don't want to be on the floor in the way back. That's that's exactly where you don't want to be. Uh-oh, we just got – Cloudy just gave us a big – just gave us a big bump right there. Just just so you know. I, oh, yeah. Got to be – Appreciate that. There you go, man. There you go. Yeah. Because like – win and it's reasonable, I'm interested in hanging out with the attic. Uh, Chris, let's – like – before like next week we'll we'll discuss it a little more maybe here and maybe maybe in the back channels. Shit, I didn't even get to talk about Wordle, Al. We got to do that with a like a warrior wrestling show because that way we the price that would be reasonable for everyone. Right, like like the price and that we, we're looking we at spending is going to be probably a little bit higher than what uh, the casual fan would want to spend, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think so. I think a warrior show over at like uh over at Cicero Stadium if we could get that that'd be perfect. I mean, if we were to do a box at the United Center, we'd be in, in the nosebleeds for like three hundred dollars, right? Which just doesn't seem uh, all that fun. And and then and also the hundred level, I think, is probably priced out as well. For for us, or you mean for like uh, normal people? No, not for us. No. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what and, I'm aiming for. And can I? I'm whatever it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna go when I discuss it with my wife. We're gonna discuss it being about seventy percent of the actual cost. I'm gonna be like, eh, right. spent up. Yeah, when I tell the cat, believe me, <laughs> I have to go, oh, 200 max, you know, but it'll be close, but you know, um, yeah, Al, I did want to say that I am, uh, rest in peace to your Wordle streak. You, you were very strong the whole way. I don't know yeah. what happened. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it was some bullshit that caught you off guard. It was a guess here or there that you're like, I shouldn't have done that. But like, you hadn't lost one in over 60 tries. Yeah, I just broke the two-month barrier, and I was going for the 90 days, and then my uh, damn wordle streak has been broken. Um, I don't know if I'm out. I'm still playing right now, but uh, You're, uh, I feel a little uh, defeated. Yeah, you, you, you've done a whole lot better than me. Oh, like what? What's included with the box up there? 300 with food and booze might work. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I do think it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris did bring that up. Your, your streak, you came in like Goldberg. You yeah. were undefeated rocking it uh, no. Pretty soon I'm going to be doing uh, Wordle in Saudi Arabia for money. <laughs> there you go. No, not, not soon. 20 years later, after you haven't wrestled in 10 years or whatnot. Right, right, right. <laughs> Man, we saw a dude who uh, almost got taken out by the Korean government, speaking of your hair, and uh, uh, he returned for that uh, New Japan show, Scott Norton. Oh, yeah. uh, he uh, that was like watching looking like a, it was like watching an old man bouncer Dude. throwing a kid out for the last time. Al, I swear I've seen that guy sitting at the bar at the farmers, like you know, yeah, back oh, in yeah. Kirkland, like sitting there at the bar, and he's just sitting there, and somebody bothers, you know, the kids start getting rowdy, and he just stands up and he goes, "Settle the fuck down, kids," and they all settle the fuck down. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what he looked like in that match. And why they let him do a bit too much. Would you agree? No, I thought it was just it was the right amount. All right. To to make the fans happy that came to see Scott Norton leading the bullet club. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair. It was fun. I I did love it. I I hope you don't think I'm shitting on it too much, but No, I mean it's worth shitting on. I said uh... I said to you, I go, Well, has has this guy um been in like the indie rings in the last few years like there's like and you're like no no way and i i agreed with you like i didn't think he was that's why i brought it up i didn't think he was but that was fun it was fun to see him. yeah ah buddy i think it's been a hell of a fun show i don't know about you yeah it's good fun ride um sure we'll we'll have to figure out the draft for next i want to do another draft yeah we i mean we can do another draft unless you don't want we can talk later fine maybe maybe i don't want to do another draft i don't know i'm all right with drafts i just feel like you know everyone does the draft so i, I have no problem being like everyone else that's, that's the what thing. people want if that's fun you know then fuck it everyone is doing drafts but Uh-oh. today it felt natural we were put on the spot with it i jumped in it worked well buddy <laughs> Tickets are on sale a few days after. Yeah, it's yeah. I think, I believe it's next week. Okay. Yeah, not it. All right, then. All right. Those of you watching on Facebook Live and Twitch, thanks for joining me on the conversation. What are you saying? Oh, great. Love to go. Howdy says you're a draft, but I know that you're not necessarily a beer draft. Yeah, I can't believe that. That's an open thing. Hey, y'all. Thank you for listening. I know my guy Jimmy listens to a lot while he's out running. He did the Boston Marathon last week. Congrats, wow. Congrats to him on that. Yep. All right, well, that's your night, Mark. Uh, what else can be said? I think we've done it all. Oh. Well, I've got to say you're done. But I think we're done anyway. You don't have to jump in there. We don't know that we're done. Do you want to get hot? I enjoyed talking to you tonight. Thank you for coming. It's bad. What is it supposed Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be a Cracker Barrel Summit with you. Good night, Al. Good night. Good night. Very kind. Very